cockpit. Do, do one of these. Bomb yeah. Donnie Most went on an episode of, um, uh, let me just pull it up here. Howard Stern? No, it was the one with Chachi. It was the one with Chachi. Charles in Charge was whatever. Oh, wow. And they had an episode with Charles in Charge in which he was playing a guy who won the lottery. And he goes, happy days are here again. And they kept doing that throughout the this episode. Like he would give them knowing looks like he absolutely knows who Donnie Most is. And Man. Okay, now they got to find a bomb. Philo's like, if my guess is right, he planted a bomb on this plane. They were like, a passenger's missing. And he goes, let me guess, 31B. And they're like, you're right. Look oh, that was her Oops. Oh, her clutchiness will save the day. Right. She found the bomb. Really? She found a copy of Stewardess School? Right. It bombed in the theaters. Uh, you know, she was, um, she spent three and a half years on Broadway as an understudy for, uh, 42nd Street, and then wow. luckily for her, the lady got sick and she took over the role. Oh, there you go. But she didn't go true. on to do much else except for uh, Three's Company. But the thing is, out of 500 women, uh, jo Jack Tripper sort of had a, you know, John Ritter had a little connection with her, and 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 she got chosen out of 500 women to play the uh, part. I, I so remember the, the show. Yeah. Try to recapture that Three's Company magic. That's right. Is it magic? So now that um, George Jefferson's chair was disturbed, he's like, what's going on on this flight? I'm going to find out. And he like goes into the cockpit. Okay, now Donnie Most has the bomb. And this scene like really features Donnie Most. Like all throughout the film, he's been like a one-liner kind of character. But now yeah. he'll get a moment in which he actually is the center Physical. of the scene. Yeah. Anybody know anything about bombs? Got a bobby pin? Yeah. Oh, move over, Kojak. Yeah, I guess. And then he calls him Kojak because Kojak is bold. No. He goes, does anyone have a bobby pin? And they think it's about the bomb. And he goes, thanks. Right, he puts it in his hair. But then Donnie says, move out of the way, Kojak. Holy shit. I hope you're in a good mood. Apparently not. Screw this. Now, you know the old movie oh, you flip the wrong wire, it's going to blow up? Sorry, I'm new to this. Let me check my notes. Green wire, right? No, no. Cut the red wire. Where are they going? I'm not clear on that. The cabin empties out. Like, they all go to the back because there's a bomb. They're public about it. Now, the problem is, that, I though. cut the wrong wire. This thing could go off in our faces. <laughs> Um, Strap him in! Oh, uh, 
He finds so, out that Philo can't see, and he's like, you're blind too? And he goes, I'm taking over! Gotcha. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Operation! It was nothing! Oh! It was nothing! He didn't do it. I think it's time for Plan B. Plan B? Run. I knew it. I always knew Plan B was wrong. Run away! Now it oh, blows shit. up, and it blows a hole in the hull. But look, look at, at where they go, around. man. Wait, is her, her fat ass going to yes. clog up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so her weight helps. Yeah, pressure is being going back to the cabin now. <laughs> are you all right? She, she goes, are you all right? And then Wendy goes, it's raining outside. You know, because her butt's getting wet right now. <laughs> That's good. This film yeah. is good right now. I can land his baby on a dime. Wait a minute. He can't see either. No. I'm taking over. <laughs> so as I said before, they've been like, he has binocular vision. So right. if someone gets the good ideas, try these binoculars. So he looks that's, through That's them. not how it works. Right. So he looks through him and he goes, no, no, it's not working. And they're like, oh, darn. He goes, wait a minute, oh. flip him over. And he looks wait. through the little side. He goes, I can see now. We're going to be safe. Hey, I, I got a question. I haven't flown a plane before. But why do you have binoculars in the cockpit? Yeah, that's a great question. I didn't even think of that. I mean, I've never flown a plane, so I, I, I don't know. We're okay. safe. Okay, now, pretty much the the good part of the film has now ended, but that's okay because we are at the very end of Act Three. They're gonna land and they're they're gonna go to court, and it's going to be the like Stromboli Airlines, you know, hero crew brought up on charges, mystery what? witness to testify. Now remember that there was a FAA secret person. Right. On the okay, so that is the testimony that's going to sink them, or they're going to sink or swim based on this testimony. The secret shopper. Yes. Well, he's the FAA secret shopper. Is that how you say it? I guess he's the. Uh... Here we go. Now we still don't who know who is it. Who is it? Guy is. Now, I ruined things, but I won't bother ruining it for you because we're about to really find out. Right. And the camera is swooping right into it. They're doing a big effort to make this pay off. Oh, now I get it. The um, sadomasochism guy was that pilot. Oh, and that's the reason why he had the job. He was sleeping with Donnie. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And those are the twins from Donnie Most in the beginning. We remember... Donnie, okay. are you okay? Now, who is it? Who is the guy? I don't know, but this Please first person view. Your impressions of what happened on flight 106 to Atlanta. Now we break the 180 degree roll. It's the blowjob guy. Oh, right. Frankly, it was the best flight I ever had. <laughs> really? Yay! Okay, 
All right. We'll take your word for it. We're done. That is our horrible ending. Everybody's safe. And she doesn't look. She's still blue. Right. Oh, there's Stroganoff. Yeah. Stromboli. We, we did meet her at the dinner scene when they were first hired. I didn't Yay. bring it up. That memorable. Oh, yeah, he had this line all throughout the whole thing. I knew he was going to say that when Donnie had no idea. Anyway, right. that's it. Da, da, da. That's it. Do school. Do it is. Up in the air. Do school. It's the greatest Sorry. fucking job. Do it is school. Here's the credits. Let's see. Wendy Joe Spear. Girl, what you think of this movie? I thought this movie was bad. I am glad that I saw it. I I was really thrilled the very first time I watched it when I was like, oh, wait a minute, maybe this movie is good. And then the second time I watched it, I realized there's a cutoff point where it's good for the third act. It saved the movie for me. But no, this wasn't a good film. I'm di I am glad I saw it. Yeah. You should see it for a few laughs. But yeah. if you miss this one, you'll be okay. It's one of those films where I wish it was better and then I could clock it off as one of those films. It just kind of misses the mark. I do appreciate seeing Don Most in the uh, actual movie. I think he did a lot of work on Happy Days and he, this is a chance for him to flex it. It just doesn't really kind of throw in. I'm a big Wendy Joe fan, so it's good to see her. I am now a big fan of, what, the Joker's father? Who the Ghost Rider's dad. Yes, I'm, right. Uh, I'm going to have to check up on him. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just empty calories. It just kind of follows a format. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's not too insulting when it comes to you know. There's some insulting stuff in there. Getting rubbed by genitals and making a face. Woo! Uh, Brett to be Cullen good. is Philo saying. Brett Cullen is the actor. Red Cullen. All right, heads Brett, up. Well, I'm gonna have to check him out. B R E T T. B R E T T. I wish it was better. It was. The, I do agree that the final scenes were f the f the best part of the films, but yeah, could have could have been better. Uh, wait, is there any weird cr end credits? Ah, screw it. IMDb is, has this section called "Crazy Credits," and it right. didn't have that for this film. So. Well, sometimes I always like to see, like you know, did Oingo Boingo record a song on it, and was right. it shot in, in in Canada, or you know, it's fine, Carl. We want to thank you guys for watching. Stewardess School, a school for stewardess, 1986. Not to be confused with School for Sex, which we watched in the 60s. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That. That's a long time ago. Well, uh, we want to thank, maybe you watched it. You could go to mutinyradio.fm. We have an archive. It's listed by the date it broadcasted you. So you'll just do it on the YouTube. Guess. Do it on the YouTube. You see yeah. what is the whole movie. Yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a huge back catalog on our on our page. Take a look at the previous movies. Carl, thank you so much for watching this movie several times, taking notes. Happy uh, to do it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We have a movie. I will, I'll let you know, Carl, in a couple hours. I have I have okay. to just confirm something. But Perfect. we would like to see you guys next week. So take your poison. Watch us on YouTube, listen to us on podcast, or listen to us streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. There's a great music coming up coming up after our show, so stay tuned. Carl, thank you. Thank you, audience. We'll see you guys next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with
song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and plain champagne tickles my nose. And I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more. o'clock it's friday night you're at mutinyradio.fm and .sf and it's time for happy hour the happiest hour of two hours of comedy on the internet streaming and everywhere else that exists with comedy happy friday yay you're all here we're all here it's four minute sets you'll hear the horn at three i try to do it on a punchline so that it doesn't disturb you too much <laughs> the scary clown horn uh, but we're going to do those sets, and it's going to be really fun, and we're going to be each other's audience because it doesn't look like there's any people with souls in here today. But usually people come by, and they're like, oh, the comedy, what's going on? And then there's real people here sometimes, too. So, yeah, thanks for being here, though, and be nice to each other as audience, and clap your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. It's Kelly Evans! Yay! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hell yeah. I decided not to go home for the holidays. Give it up for me. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Every time I'm there, I just end up missing here, you know? And so, you know, in order to get a piece of home, I sometimes have to walk outside and take a shit on the sidewalk, you know? And that's, I bring a piece with me. You know what I mean? Um, if you don't know, I'm from Texas. Uh, that's how they say it. You have to say it with a little bit of racism, you know? That's how it's <laughs> Texas, you know? Like, you just don't really. You're not quite sure about Chinese people. You know what I mean? That's how, no offense. Um, no, it is a very racist place, though. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of. Anyway, um, I don't know if you know this about the South, but it's racist. And, uh, I mean, so much so, in fact, there are some people who think the South is going to rise again. That's like a statement they say in, in Mississippi. The South shall rise again. Like, not with those test scores. Man, you know, have you seen... The science and math scores, like, you got to be able to spell secession to do secession, I'm pretty sure. Tight. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, I, I, speaking of racism, um, I was in an Uber the other day, and the driver was like, Chinese people can't drive, and he was Korean. So that was weird, you know? I was like, turns out white people are the only one feeling bad about racism. <laughs> we are. Other races are just living it up, you know? They're just having a great time. It's just a wild thing to say, go back to where you came from when you're also not from here, you know? That shit was weird. Um, I, uh, see, I used to do OxyContin. Thank you, I'm a hero. Um, yeah, I did Oxy, and uh, I stopped doing it because my family was upset. And um, so, I, you know, once I kind of got off drugs, I was, like, spending a lot more time with them. You know, I actually learned something. I should have kept doing the oxy. I should have just kept doing, yeah. My family sucks. They are, 
It was not worth it, honestly. Um, I'd rather be an addict. Uh, all right, I'll finish on this last thing because it's long. Um, uh, my friend is about to have a baby, and uh, so he's actually going to be stay at home because his wife has a much more successful job than he does. Uh, yeah, makes him a loser. A fucking yeah. No, he's a hero. He's the hero. Way to go. It is weird when he breastfeeds, though. You know that is awkward for everybody. Uh, I just. The thing that annoys me is we were at the baby shower and somebody was like, uh, being a parent is the hardest job in the world. And I was like, it's not a fucking job, man. I've never got a job where it came with placenta, you know? I'm just saying, it's not, it's not, why do we keep calling it a job? I know that makes stay home parents feel better, but it's, it's way harder than any fucking job. Like, if I had a job that made me clean shit up and show up early constantly, I would flush it down the toilet. You know what I mean? Is that too dark? That was too, I knew Pam would like that one. All right, that one was just for Pam. Anyway, I just, yeah, I've never cared about a job the way you probably care about being a parent, you know? Um, also, uh, become, ironically, becoming a parent is way easier than getting any job. There's no drug test or test at all. You can just, uh, yeah, you just easily become, I never, become, I never got a job because I was just too horny one time. And I didn't pull out. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot. You're the CEO now, you know? That's never, never fucking happened once, man. Although it would be pretty cool. That would be pretty tight if it worked that way. I would love to come early and then get a job for it. Um, also, the thing is, you can quit a job, you know? You can't quit. But you can quit being a coal miner. And people are very, congr they're congratulatory. They're like, hey, good for you. You know, you're retired. If you quit being a parent, all people have is questions. That is it. You're just like, think about how much more free time I have. You're like, where the fuck are your kids, man? All right, that was uh, very high energy. Thank you very much. Have fun. Uh, I'll see you later. Where the fuck are your kids? Yay, Kelly Evans. Yay. Yay, Kelly Evans. Kids are gross. Uh, your next comedian, super funny guy. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Devontre Coleman. Yeah. Well, can you hear me? Why did you sit on the stool instead of one of the chairs? Like, <laughs> you just wanted to be all the way in the back. Oh, yeah, all right, joke time. Uh, I think we should bring back slavery, simply because I'm tired of having to clean my own apartment. I don't think black people should be the slaves. I think uh, white Uber drivers should be the slaves. Um, I say that, but I'm not racist. I uh. I'm not racist. I, I I know that racism is wrong. We can all agree that racism is wrong, right? Cool, yeah. But that was a, that was low energy. I'm leaving as soon as I'm done. Ra all racism is wrong, but it's not all bad. There are some perks to racism. Like, personally, my favorite perk is that because of racism, random white couples will never ask me to take pictures of them with their phones. Uh, yeah, racism could have stopped a lot of things. Like, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer... He's been in media lately. He could have been stopped with just a sprinkle of racism because if you don't know, he killed 17 men of color, like 17 minority men. If he was just a little bit more racist, it would have only been two white men, Max, because the police care about white people. Um, Y'all like video games? Make some noise if you like playing video games. Woo, this is a high-energy crowd. This is my favorite. I like video games, Um, but... I don't like being called a gamer. I feel like that's our N-word. 
it's actually way worse because no one's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. They usually use the hard R. Uh, yeah, I would prefer if people outside of the gaming community referred to us as people of games. Uh, yeah, I need to lose weight because I like big girls. And it's weird because when, when you're skinny and you date bigger women, it's like you're being adventurous and she's accomplishing something. But have you ever seen two big people on a date? It just looks like they both settled. I uh, I uh, I recently found this new diet. It's called the Jurassic Diet, where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would have eaten. I don't think it's gonna work though, cause I genuinely believe the dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. Um, are we a sex positive crowd? We we believe in sex work and all that. Make some noise. Yeah, we. Yeah, I think we need to shed more light on the real heroes though. Those are the sex volunteers. Cause without them, we'd be miserable. Um, you all, you all believe in like exploring your sexuality, right? I've been exploring my sexuality lately, and the older I get, the more I realize that my sexual preferences are on the default settings. Like, uh, freaky shit actually isn't cool to me anymore. I recently got invited to my first orgy, and I don't really know how I feel about that. Cause to be invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to watch or join in. But uh, I'm gonna find out on Saturday. Uh, I'm gonna end on uh, this chug that Ian loves. Uh, so, the old, like, I know that freaky shit isn't my forte because, like, dirty talk scares me. Because when you're too good at dirty talk, it becomes, like, intimidating. I was with this lady recently, and in the heat of the moment, she said to me, She said, I want you to fill me up with so much cum that it seeps out of my pores. Like, first of all, I definitely gotta get tested after this. But also, like, that wasn't improvised. She practiced that in front of a mirror for, like, weeks. Also, I didn't want her to, like, be upset with me. Like, I, want, I wanted her to stay in the zone. So the first thing I thought of, I said, and I said, yo, after fucking with a nigga like me, you're going to need a dermatologist. And, yeah, thank you. I'm Devon Trent. Devodrick Coleman, yay! I understand about those practiced lines. I was, hey, I was on the bus and um, some children behind me, they were probably 15-year-old guys. They, one of them said to another one, I came so hard on her chest, I knocked the wind out of her. I was like, you did not. You haven't come on anything but your own chest, you fucking child. I did not say that to the child. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Jared Senna. What the fuck is up, guys? Hey. Hey, Spencer. Nice to see you, Hagrid. Anyways, uh, hey, my name's Jared. One of Pam's abortions that came to life. Yep. Uh, following in mom's footsteps. Uh, wish she acknowledged my existence. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, uh, so uh, recently, uh, I was having sex with a guy. Thank you, Josh. Uh, he forgot to pull out. Now he's CEO of my startup. Uh, I don't know. Just riffing off Kelly said. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you always want to see Brave, I can do more than just that. No? Okay. Anyways, you know what? I, I have stuff to work on. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I was uh, popular in high school. Uh, I was known as that one kid that got hit by a car. 
I was on my way to smoke weed with my friend at a local park, and a car hit me as I was crossing the street. Yeah, I know, Spencer. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. My grandma once told me that smoking weed would put me in a hospital. I didn't think it would involve a Kia Sorento. Um, it was really hard to walk. I was in a full body cast, a wheelchair, but it was really easy for me to find a homecoming date. I just went up to the hottest girl I saw and just guilt tripped the shit out of her. At first it didn't work, but eventually she caved in when I reminded her about the charges I filed for hitting me in the first place. Um, uh, let's see, uh, all right, we're gonna segue into porn jokes. Um, oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, that was brave too? Fuck yeah. Uh, um, um, uh, okay, uh, what was this? God, how this joke went. <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. I, thanks for uh, covering me blanking out here. Um, yeah, um, uh, I don't really, uh, uh, as a Gen Z person, I'm really grateful for all the resources the internet has provided me. Not worried, worried about any desensitization. And when I really mean resources, I mean porn. Um, um, I'm really glad I grew up with porn, you know. Uh, I was talking to uh, one of my older millennial friends, and he said that one time growing up he had no access to porn, so he just drew a picture and masturbated to it. Yeah, um, it sounds like a really insane thing to do, but I got to give the man credit. He has artistic talent that really did look like his stepmom. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, uh, I'm glad, I'm gl like I said, I'm glad I have porn because uh, I don't have to run into that same problem uh, because I, I, cause if I want to watch porn, I can just go on the internet and I can find his stepmom everywhere. Uh, okay, maybe there's something there. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to be like, uh, maybe there's something there. I want to be like Mr. Miyagi to my kid. Uh, I love the karate kid. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna teach him to do chores until he learns a very important lesson at the end. But uh, it, this is not gonna be for self-defense. It's gonna be for something different. Uh, when he's finally having sex with his girlfriend, he's finally gonna be you know what to do. And I don't know how the fuck that joke's gonna that joke's gonna go. I I, I we're, I'm gonna work on that one. But you know what? Give it up for all the comics in the room. Give it up for Pam. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Keep your hands clapping for Jared Zena. He's so brave. Jared, um, are you are you brave enough to eat one of my cheese? I made these Georgian cheese breads. They have 60 milligrams of weed. Yesterday I was so high. It's just, yeah, I'll get it out of the bag for you in a sec. Um, um, hold on. So, yeah, you're, you're brave enough to do it. It's 60 milligrams. Yeah, that's why yesterday at the bar on Dolores, Mike, I was in a supine position. I was, like, reclined the entire, I couldn't get up. And everyone had to hand me the microphone because I was like, I can't do it today. I can't stand up and down. Um, all right, your next hit was, they're really strong. Just be careful. Maybe don't eat the whole thing. I don't know. 6D, 6-0. Well, you could do, good luck. It's, they taste so good, it's kind of hard not to. Your next comedian's so lovely. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. Baby, you got to stop. Yo, what's up? Jared's going to eat that edible, and we're not going to hear from him ever again. <laughs> you know where you're going to be? You're going to be living on Van Ness if you eat that fucking edible, bro. 
And not in an apartment complex. Um, all right, there he goes. Oh, shit. You just scarf it. Let him live a little bit. Jared's got, Jared needs excitement. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe you get taller, Jared. <laughs> okay, I gotta tell a joke now. Okay, uh, there's a, um, there's a very interesting divide between my generation and my parents' generation. Um, it comes up a lot. People are always talking about it, but for me, it, 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 it's like I get in arguments with like my aunts and uncles about generational stuff like all the time. And it's like really annoying because the way I look at it, it makes sense that I don't know things from the 70s, but when I tell them about things happening now, it like blows their fucking mind. It's, it's so weird. Like I was talking to my uncle the other day, and I told him, I was like, I've actually never written a letter before. And he was like, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? He, he treated me like I was like a, in a psych ward. He thought I was insane. And then I showed him how to find Google on his phone, and he was like, whoa, Steve Jobs. Sorry we can't all be tech geniuses. I just feel like there's like a disconnect. With what you, and then he turned around, and he was like, you don't know the lead actor from Gilligan's Island, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't know that, actually. It's just, I don't know, I, I, it happens to be all the fucking time. And directions are another one. I get it, you know, I do get it, like my parents' generation. Directions is everything. Directions, you, to get everywhere, you need it. Whoa! God damn, I was, I was in such a good flow, too. I'm going to blame that on Jared. Um, anyway, rewind. Um. Directions were like a big deal. I get it. <laughs> I need to get this out. Uh, yeah, it was, I get it. That's like that's how you do. Everything was directions. You take this, you do this, you do this. My dad, every time I go anywhere, he's like, "This is what you're gonna want to do. You're gonna want to go down 280, and once you hit the East Bend Turnpike, you're gonna take the third exit." And all I hear when he's saying that is like, <laughs> like the parents from like the fuck. Parents from Charlie Brown, you know, and they go like, wah, wah, wah. Like, it's nothing. There's, there's no, I'm not retaining any of the information. He's saying it just like, wah, 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 wah. And, I, and then I'm like, I'm just going to put it into Google Maps. God, I wish I caught that better, but it's okay. And then I, I just feel, I also feel like when you reach the age of 65, y you should, like, lose all privileges to the Internet. I think that's that's what I think. I, I just don't, I don't know if there's anyone at that age that's doing any good on the Internet. Like, I'll post something on my Instagram, and, like, my great-aunt in Foster City will, like, comment on it. She'll be like, hey, Ian, looking handsome. How's the weather out there? Things are good here in Foster City. Me and Uncle Mike just settled down in our new home. Would love to see you sometime soon. Much love to the parents. And I'm like, I didn't need to know any of that. This is Instagram, and I just posted a dick pic, so. So stupid. Um, actually, I think that's all I wanted to do, so I'm just going to give my time back. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> the very generous Ian Langlands. Yay, Ian. He has new jokes. That's exciting. Oh. <laughs> if we want to have a mustache growing contest, you guys, I am definitely going to win that one. Uh, your next comedian, I pluck mine. I don't know if you shave. Uh, 
I don't I don't shave anything it's but I pluck. Yeah, it's no sh no shave November, right? Is that what it is? Beard out November. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Your next comedian's so funny, so wonderful. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. I don't think I'm ever going to emotionally recover from me and being mean to me. I don't think I can handle it. Uh, I went to Dolores Park this last weekend. And I saw this magician there. The incomparable Ivan. That dude was better than... Wait, no. He was worse than... Fuck, I can't. I can't do it. So fucking dumb, because incomparable means you can't. Anywho, uh, if you listen to Kanye West, you might think that Jews run the world. Uh, but if you listen to Beyonce, you know. Who run the world? Girls, yeah. So if you ever meet a Jewish woman, you do what the fuck she tells you. All right, Jewish women. Uh, Jews are a lot like pineapple pizza, you know? Like, half the world hates them. No one really knows why. I, they're a bit of an acquired taste, but they're sweet enough when you get to know them. They're no pepperoni for obvious reasons. All right, this is going well. Um, I am Jewish. Uh, I keep kosher because it says to in the in the thing, and um, I don't know. Like I I keep kosher, but no one really knows if like that's the rule, right? Like I feel like it would suck if I got up to heaven and God was just like, you, why didn't you have bacon? That you need that to get in. That's why we made it taste so good. Why didn't you do this? Okay, cool. Trying out new fucking shit. Um, you know what? Fuck this. Um, more Jewish stuff. I'm Jewish. Uh, my girlfriend's Asian, which means that when you come to visit our place, you have to take off your shoes. Uh, but you can complain about it as much as you want. You know? In fact, it's required. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Different. Devontae's giving me a look like he's trying to, like, stare through my chest cavity. I don't know. Do you have, like, laser vision or something you're working on? I feel like you're trying to shoot through here. That's fair. Sorry, but that's a rough, that's a rough draw. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I'm dating an Asian girl. Uh, a lot of Jews and Asians date. I think it's because our parents are so similar. Like, my parents are controlling, her parents are controlling. My parents are frugal, her parents are frugal. My parents uh, totally ashamed of my comedy career. Her parents totally shamed in her taste in men. Um, yeah, we went to this, uh, we went to this sushi spot the other night, and, uh, on the outside of the sushi spot, there's this sign that said, we are against anti-Asian hate, but there's a hyphen between Asian and hate, so it read, like, we are against being anti-Asian hate. We love Asian hate. I was like, oh my god, what a great ad campaign to take racist people's money. And I was just like, do you hate the Asian culture and everything it stands for? Come discuss it over sushi and sake bombs. For an extra $500, you can pronounce nigiri however you want. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, I do think it's weird. Like, there's, there's all these hate crimes against Asian people, these, these racists who are blaming Asian folks for COVID. They're going up and attacking Asian people in the street, which it's weird to me because, like, how are you so racist that you blame all Asian people for COVID, yet not racist enough to assume they all know kung fu. You should be terrified of attacking these people, all right? You don't get to just pick and choose the stereotypes you want to believe in. Like, I need to figure out an example there. Um, you know what? Fuck all of this. I'm going to do one more joke. Um, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to go die now. Cool. Peace out. Yay!
Josh Kotsky. Yay. No, no. He was being metaphorical, I think, or he was. He's he's anti anti suicide. He's he's suicide prevention anti anti. He's raising awareness for anti euthanasia, anti self euthanasia. You're an ex comedian. Uh, I was. I, hey, I don't know. I don't say he has a great show coming up this Friday, eleven uh, eleven at Boozland Emperor Norton's at seven o'clock. Put your hands together for Dorian Trung. <laughs> I uh, ran out of clean pants, so that's why I'm wearing pants uh, that belongs to a giant. I waited for him to fall asleep before I stole these from him. I didn't have to wait long because he's real tired. He's fucking me in the ass. I uh, I was getting my uh, I was getting a blowjob recently, guys, and uh, and then my girlfriend got really upset at me because my dick tasted different. Thought I was cheating. I was. Sneaking around her back by like eating hamburgers. Turned out it was gout dick. She was like one of those horse girls. She could like sense inflammation before it came. Anyway, we broke up, and um, I think it took us breaking up before I realized how much I missed uh, jacking off. I mean, it's the only way I could come sitting down now. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of free time in my hands, so I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I just watched the new, uh, the newest season of the Game of Thrones show. Anybody here watch that? Nice. Makes me really wish I had a sister. I uh, also started watching um, my new favorite show, uh, Love on a Spectrum. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know those guys were autistic. I thought it was just a bunch of cool dudes just killing it in the dating game. I was taking notes. I was like looking back and I was like, oh my God, things that were taking me. Swords, fedoras, going to the zoo. Now I feel so stupid writing that down. I should have known something was up when I uh when I saw one of those guys like super into ligers, you know what I mean? And for you guys that don't know, a liger is just a big retarded lion. My uh, my friend dressed up as Kanye over Halloween. He uh, wore one of those uh, White Lives Matter sweaters. Whoa! So I pulled him aside. I was like, dude, that's not cool, man. All lives matter. Some people think uh, Kanye is racist. You know, some people say he's anti-Semitic. I say he's a hero. He single-handedly ended Stop Asian Hate. What else I have here? I don't have anything else, Pam. Thank you. Dorian Trung, everyone, giving his time back to the room. Does anybody have, like, one of those flosser things, those individual flosser things in their bag? I have, anyway. That, not too thick. Um, Your next comedian, what a gem, what a sparkle. Put your hands together, everybody, for Colin Braun. Thank you, thank you. I have more jokes about depression. Are you guys familiar with? Are you guys Are you guys familiar with despair? You like to get familiar with despair? All right. 
I'm not depressed today. Thank you. Anyway, um, I've been reading the Quran um, because I left my husband in a hurry. And I grabbed a book. Um, I didn't even realize what I had done until halfway through the third Surah. I realized this isn't Pride and Prejudice. Then I soon learned that both pride and prejudice are to be avoided if you want life, at least that's what they declared upon him. But um, I've noticed that uh, comedians will joke about just about everything except for Islam. I think it's because they're afraid that if they say the wrong thing, cross the wrong line, then an angry, violent mob of white liberals will come and behead their career. But Twitter's dead now, um, and so is my ability to care. So let's just uh, keep going about it. <coughs> so I grew up in a worldly, liberal suburb of Boston. I always thought from that uh, schooling that I knew a decent amount about Islam. It turns out I, uh, I didn't know shit, and neither do any of you. So let's all learn together. Now, Islam is an Abrahamic religion, meaning that Muslims worship the same all-knowing, all-powerful God as Jews and Christians. They all talk about him a little bit different. In Islam, God is merciful. Whereas in Christianity, God is loving. In Judaism, God is busy. Don't bother him. Islam was established in the 600s by the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. During a time when the religious groups, this is a very long bit, I had to write it down, I'm sorry. During a time when the religious groups on the Arabian Peninsula, polytheists, Jews, Christians, were always in conflict. It may surprise you to learn that Christians today, Christians 1,300 years ago, were exactly the same. They were just going around, knocking on doors, saying, hey, good news, Jesus is the son of God. The polytheists were like, yeah, they, they all have kids. How do you spell Jesus? Is it with a G? Thank you. Anyway, that would upset the Christians. They'd go and upset a Jewish guy next door, and he'd have to get out of the bath. And um, he'd say, look, your friend sounds like he's very nice, but that doesn't mean he's the son of God. Also, the mezuzah says, listeners. So that theological tension was brewing, growing, until eventually all of Arabia was reduced to pointless tribalistic fighting in the desert. It was like gays in Palm Springs, Beyonce versus Gaga. Nothing's getting accomplished. Nobody's having fun. Girl, you're dehydrated. And so through his teachings, and against all odds, the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, united the tribes under one religion. The people of the Middle East have gotten along ever since. Thank you. Now, one of the most well-known aspects of Islam is that they pray five times a day. Turns out this was not originally what God wanted. He said to the prophet, peace be upon him, like the new religion, kid, 50 times a day, and the prophet, peace be upon him, says, sure, that's great. So he leaves the meeting room with God, and he's heading down the escalator. He runs into Moses, who was another major prophet. He says, hey, how'd it go up there with the big guy? He said, oh, he said, it, it, it went good. Uh, he said 50 times a day. And Moses said, kid, I know you're new to this. I've had people follow me before. You never pray sticker price. Get back there and negotiate. So Moses walks him through this cosmic negotiation, gets God down to five times a day from 50. That's the Bay Area equivalent of a beautiful hill, of a beautiful home in the Oakland Hills for 
Now, God is all-powerful. God is all-knowing. God created the heavens and the earth and the kittens and the puppies and the chocolates and the flowers. No one ever said God is a good businessman. Frankly, I'm amazed that he even managed to make a profit. Pretty sure you've all heard that joke before and knew what it was going for. Thank you so much for your time. My name is Colin. <laughs> Yay, Colin Braun. Yay. Peace be upon him. Uh, is that sacrilegious if I say that about you? Your next comedian runs a great room down in the South Bay. First and third Wednesdays. Put your hands together, everybody, for Wally Hippolito. Oh, shit. Happy Friday, folks. Happy fucking Friday. That's what's up. Um, I've been watching a new TV show. Or I've been watching a TV show lately called uh, World's Toughest Prisons. Y'all heard of it? Yeah, if you haven't, it's uh, it's like Orange is the New Black, but with less lesbians. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I've, um, I was watching this episode in the Philippines, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, if I were locked up, I'd probably be the fucking top dog in that prison, right? Cut to a scene where a dude's getting gangbanged and then he looks exactly like me. Uh, turns out I'd make a better bottom bitch, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Y'all know I love to gamble. Yeah, I love Yeah, people call it an addiction, but uh, I like to call myself a gambling enthusiast. Because addiction implies that I'm like, I get really desperate, you know, to get my things paid for. Like, really desperate to get a fix. And... You know, I'm not sucking bookies off for $50 to get a parlay paid for, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I bring my sister for. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you guys, guys. I'm, I don't have a sister, especially since the last time I had to pay off the Yakuza. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's this group called Moms Against Gambling, and they're set out to make um, online gambling harder for kids to do. And I think it's kind of stupid, you know, because, like, if my if I ever caught my kid gambling, like, that's, like, the least weirdest thing on the Internet, am I right, guys? Like, these women have obviously been, never been on chat roulette before, you know? Like, if my kid is putting up $50 before Thursday night football, God bless his soul. Because it teaches me to a couple of things. Uh, one, that that kid is ambitious. And two... Never to lend that little motherfucker money in my life because I'm never going to see that shit again. Thank you. Um, my mom, uh, she's my mom is a huge gambler. I get it from her. Uh, I think she's so good at gambling because uh, she's great at mental warfare. Yeah, yeah. Th she's a bad bitch, y'all. She really is. Like, I remember as a kid, uh, she would hit my brother whenever he got in trouble, right? You know, don't look at me like that. It was the 90s. What the fuck you want me to do? And um, as she's hitting him, she turns around and looks at me and says, do you want next, Wally? What the fuck gave you that idea, lady? Like, you can't be over here handing, handing out uh, buy one, get one beatdowns because you feel like it or if it's convenient to you, bro. Like, you got to chill, man. So, um, so our relationship's going really well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's gotten a lot better since uh, we started, since I started therapy. Yeah. Uh, now she calls me the daughter she's always wanted, which is really great for me. I love it. You know, it's gotten to the point where she uh, she texted me the other day asking, like, hey, you know, I'm getting rid of, the, rid of these dresses. Do you want any of them? And I was appalled, you know. I was like, dude, are you fucking serious? Send me a couple photos, man. Like, I want to check them out. I like it. Thank you. Uh... 
know, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Uh, on Netflix, one of my favorite movies, Ocean's Eleven, is on. You guys watch that? Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. I, I love the fantasy part of it all, really, like the really fake part of it where a man in his uh, 40s can call 10 other dudes to hang out. Yeah, because if you're over 30 years old, guys, you, you're going to – you three are going to fucking learn later on that you can call, like, two or three dudes up, but they're probably not going to answer you until your dying days. Um, yeah. I'm Wally Hippolito, that's my time. Ah. Hooray, we all die alone. Yay, Wally Hippolito. That was that was an interesting ending to it. Like I was like, I'll chuck it along and I'm like, you don't have any friends. It's okay, I don't either. We're all lone wolves. Yay! We're all gonna die alone. I know I don't have ten friends. I don't have ten. I don't even I don't I don't even I don't even have two. Are you kidding me? Uh, Newman Shake is not here yet. No, no. But you know who is? Dave, put your hands together. Dan Kwan. Woo! Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, you were saying that. All right, cool. Still can't get this one thing around. All right, cool. Uh, so, guys, like, as you guys, some of you guys already know, I actually grew up in a suburb outside of Boston. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. One white guy who really, really knows his suburbs out there. All right. Um, very white town, you know, very, very white town. To give you some perspective of how white this town was, the only two gra two famous people that graduated out of my high school was a lot was a was a hockey player for the New Jersey Devils, Bill Burr. Yeah, you guys ever had like a yearbook superlative called most likely to get into a bar fight? I wanted to have to little sit there for a little bit. I think I've, as, as being an Asian guy that went to an all white high school, I had to really try hard to assimilate. Because I had to really try everything to also blend in with it. And I did everything, right? I started wearing my cap backwards. I started going to tailgates. I started dating Asian women. Like, I did everything I could to be a white guy. And it just would not work out. Totally stand out. Speaking of which, it's also kind of weird because now I'm noticing that at, uh, eight white dudes are trying to be Asian. Almost sometimes they're taking it a little too far. Like, one time I was actually having breakfast with my parents. We got into a little bit of an argument uh, in, in the morning. And this one white guy comes over to our table and just says, son, hey, your dad is a very wise man. To which I was like, dude, you understand Chinese? That's crazy because I couldn't understand what the fuck my dad was saying. So, uh, you know, that uh, you can be my, you can be his son going forward. You, know? you can be his son going forward. Okay, cool. That one doesn't work out. Uh, let's see. Uh, my dad runs a Chinese restaurant. Uh, I spent a lot of time growing up there. And uh, you can tell that my dad spent a lot of time at the Chinese restaurant because a lot of the uh, life lessons he did uh, were always be framed as restaurant chores. This guy was a modern-day Mr. Miyagi. Like, he, would try, he basically would tell me to run the front register uh, as a way to prepare for mental math. Um, my, uh, my driver's test uh, instantly became uh, my next Chinese delivery order. Like, I don't know. That was pretty crazy to be thinking about. Okay, that one may or may not be somewhere. Uh, let's see. All right, let's let's do this one. Uh, you guys have been getting spam texts lately. You guys are getting like spam texts to your phone lately. Yeah, all the fucking time, right? Really fucking annoying. Yeah, I think it's weird that especially like I used to think that like spam text would be like click on this link, you know, go go click on this like weird like virus link. Now they're getting hella creative because now I've been getting texts saying, "Hey Ben, when are we gonna go golfing? Hey dude, when are we gonna talk about your real estate offer?" One text literally just wrote back and said, "I made cake at home." Welcome to Taste It at My Home. 
Which got me thinking, I'm like, what person will really, who is this really for? Like, who's going to fall for this shit? You know, it's like thinking about, ah, oh, fuck, they're not going to scam some money out of me. But thinking, oh, my God, you know, that one friend I don't know about, I got to try his cake at home, you know? Like, how crazy is that? This is like the modern day, like, uh, abduction. Because instead of now, you can't talk to strangers and, and th fall for candy. Now it's like, oh, shit, I can't fall for unsolicited cake. Like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I, don't, I just don't think the spammers really know anything about me, right? Because all they're just thinking is that I'm just some rich white dude now with diabetes. Like, I just don't think those texts are really meant for anybody. Okay, that one might go somewhere. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, all right, guys, uh, so some of you might know this. I also, uh, so uh, by day, I work in tech. Thank you, Pam. And uh, I think one of the weirdest things that I get is that when I tell people what I do actually for my day job, they automatically assume software engineer. Uh, which is, I think, is kind of racist, right? Just because you think that as a single Asian guy living in the Bay Area, you automatically assume I'm a software engineer. Because uh, don't you guys know that I'm uh, too stupid to be doing that kind of thing? Like, okay, that one might not, might not work out there. And uh, let's see. Actually, I think that's what I'm going to try for today. All right, cool. Thanks, I Appreciate it. Dan Guan, everyone. Hooray. Right, your next comedian, one of my favorite comedians. I've known him forever, and he's every Tuesday he just murders um, up at the milk bar and hates debates. Put your hands together for Spencer Devine. Uh, Pam, I, I finally oh I finally started writing in this notebook. Um, I've written in other notebooks before, but every notebook that I've had has uh, and the benefit of that is I hope that someone out there up their dick jokes and get a dollar. Uh, has anyone, have, have you guys ever had someone come up to you and they're like, well, let me tell you a joke for a dollar. And you, then you compete with them and you're like, no, let me tell you a joke for a dollar. And they're like, no, let me tell you a joke. And it's like, I need this more. This is my dream. Uh, so I watch Law and Order a lot because I have a job, and then I like to waste the rest of my time. Uh, and I, I saw a really good episode, uh, and so I decided. Uh, as we pointed out, the aisle of Law and Order, no specific character names or plot points. Detective <laughs> comes into the room. Uh, did you get the subpoenas we put on your desk? What subpoenas? So, now, have you ever said something over and over again and it changes? And you're like, what subpoena? What subpoena? What subpoenas? And then it's, I know it's not SVU, but they should know. But then they come back into it. It's like... Uh, what's up, Venus? Uh, oh, just, you'll find them under the briefs, you know? <laughs> but when you break it open, you know, go slowly. There's a lot to take in. Hey, just, oh, so just another hardened criminal breaking, breaking penal code 69. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why there's subpoenas on your desk. Looks like he was lucky. A hung jury, they couldn't come together. <laughs> there was a firm offer, you know, from the defense to pull the jury. Uh, but, the, but the judge, you know, she made them eat her rebuttal. 
She kept banging and banging and banging until they came into her chambers. But did he get off? No, he can't get off until the state drops their suits. But if this goes on any longer, the defense might not be pro bono anymore, and they'll say it's a headache, and then they'll rest instead. That's the whole of that bit. I did not learn any Law & Order character name. Chug chug. Uh, you know, it's been getting... Oh, apparently the musical Grease is complicated now. It's, it's troubling because of the dynamics between men and women are really weird in that musical. And Nikki especially is a monster. Uh, but you know what was bad? You know what was worse than the musical Grease? Ancient... Greece. You know, it was real bad. It was so bad. You know, they were, oh, they were the fathers of architecture. They also loved little boys a lot. You know how much they loved them? They were the ones who invented the word for old men loving a much younger man. Pedagogy. Look it up. The entirety of ancient Greece was like Chris Hansen's The Ketchup Philosophy. Uh, yes. In the musical Grease, they do call Grease Lightning a pussy wagon. Uh, but you know what a pussy wagon was in ancient Greece? The wagon that they picked up your body in when lions came from the mountain. Not mountain lions, regular lions from the mountains. Fuck ancient Greece. That's been my time. Spencer Devine, everyone. That was wonderful. Go see him at Milk Bar every Tuesday and on many other shows. He's hilarious, wonderful. Yay. Oh, and he has an improv show second and fourth Wednesdays at Piano Fight. Is that right? Next Wednesday, Piano Fight, 7 o'clock. 7.30, 7.30. 7.30 Piano Fight. Yay. And support Piano Fight. They're an amazing venue. And I just talked to Rob the other night and uh, the owner guy. and He's so cool. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Kava to sing. Woo! That I wrote a while ago, and I'm basically a dick pic that's in the trash bin of someone's like camera, in the trash bin of the trash folder. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the trash folder, Rebecca's trash folder. I'm dick pic number one. Like Guantanamo in here. Once you get in, you never come out. Okay, so get comfortable. Days we're gonna be zero. Zilch. Nada. Show you around, okay? Trash folder like you okay there's the whatsapp photos there's the screenshots there's the apartment tours the restaurant checks okay the selfies all 2,000 of them put the politics don't in there okay because girls lying the screenshots of the addresses don't fuck with the screenshots of the There's a reason why the gods put you with us, okay? 
Take a seat. Wait, wait, wait. There's a reason why the gods put you with us. Stick it, okay? Just take a seat. Meet the crew. There's girthy. There's there's uh, the worm. There's twitch. The growers. The showers. The peckers. There's Dave Franco. Always high. Everyone's pretty outgoing, okay? Except Whiskey Dick. He's a guy. Okay? We all hear under the same sentence, okay? Loitering, harassment, indecent exposure. Women say they don't want us. But when do women ever ask for anything they want? Uh? All right. Okay, okay, okay. All right, another thing, okay? Something happened to you, something happened to the rest of us. We die for each other here, okay? Last thing to remember, Warden, the uh, Bex, the Warden, yeah, she's the reason why you're in the trash folder, okay? You start a fight, you make sure Bex don't find you, okay? The only thing in common between all of us in the trash folder is that we're deleted in 60 days, okay? And don't be thinking about no parole. There was only one drunken escape in 08 when Bex mistakenly, wait, what? Wait, sorry, let me, okay, when Bex drunkenly mistook Harry over there for a schnauzer and sent him to the cloud, okay? But like gossip, that's hearsay. Take a seat. What's your story? Okay, that's it, that's it, that was it, that was it. I'm working, you know, I'm remembering it, I'm remembering it. Um, okay, that, that's, that's all I have for you guys. Covita and her dick pic act out. Spooly bloop. Hey, your next comedian. Excited that they're here all the way from San Jose. Put your hands together for Daraj. Hey, keep it going for Pam. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys have seen that movie, Bad Boys, but um, great movie. Watched it a lot when I was a kid. But kind of gave a misleading view of cops, right? Like when I was a kid, I thought cops were cool, you know? Like I thought they were like Will Smith, um, just, you know, blowing shit up, saying cool one-liners. But uh, then you see shit like Uvalde, Texas, and you're like, oh, that's not how that works at all. You know, like I thought cops were going to be like Will Smith, but turns out they're more like Will Smith watching his wife getting fucked by 25-year-old R&B singers. Oof, that usually does better. Um, all right, so um, I'm um, pretty religious. I'm a Hindu, born and raised, and... Um, I was reading scripture just the other day, and um, I learned the Lord Shiva, when he met his wife Parvati, they made love for aeons. Pretty cool, huh? Aeons. I've been praying every day since I read that shit, dude. Like, I swear to God, man, like, shit like that is why I'm always going to be a Hindu, dude. You're, like, never going to see me in fucking church, dude. I'm not going to have a fucking cross around my neck or anything. Because, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Jesus died a virgin. In fact, not only did he die a virgin, he died a virgin, he was resurrected, then he died again, and he was still a virgin. Fucking nerd. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, what, like how are you going to be the son of God and have zero hoes, you know? Like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck was wrong with this guy, dude? Like, he could turn water into wine, he could walk on water. Like, what the fuck was wrong with this guy? He had a solid job, too, you know? He was a carpenter. Like, was he just a creep, you know? Like, was he just fucking going up to girls at parties, fucking cornering them? Like, hey, you know who my dad is? Fucking weirdo. Like, maybe maybe the Romans fucking crucified him for being an incel, you know? Like, we got to get this guy off the streets. Made every woman in Jerusalem uncomfortable. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else I got. Uh. Fucking. Um. Yeah. My dad's a pretty smart dude. You know, he went to one of the top engineering colleges in India. But he was such a fucking nerd that like kind of ruined things growing up. You know, because like uh, I remember one time I was watching the 2000 Sydney Olympics. I was four years old. Um. I'm having a great time. This guy fucking walks up to me. He's like, hey, did you know that um, prior to the 1970s, India and Pakistan would win gold and silver in the Olympics every single year? But then they changed the rules so that um, it would be played on turf and then only European countries would win because uh, India and Pakistan players were too poor to practice on turf fields. And I was like, fuck, dude. I was, I was having a good time watching this. Why do you have to ruin it with facts, you fucking dork? <laughs> like, thanks, Dad, you fucking nerd. Like, oh, man, dude. Like, I remember, like, I, I wish I had a dad like my friend Shane, dude. Like, Shane's dad was fucking awesome, dude. Like, he wasn't into any nerd shit like that. He was just into fucking sports center and alcoholism. Pretty fun combo, you know? Shane's dad was getting way too hammered to fucking cite instances of oppression during sporting events. And I appreciate that a lot, dude. You know? Like, I was, like... My dad was just fucking sitting around coding all day, dude. Shane's dad was having us do fun shit, like getting all his friends together and making me and Shane fight. That was fucking cool, dude. Learned some hooks and crosses. Pile drivers. Great time. All right, that's my time, everybody. Yay! Diraj, all the way from San Jose. That's great. We've got four comedians left. Hang in there. Put your hands. You just uh, you just walked in. He was a little bit late, but put your hands together for Newman Shake. Yeah, what's up, guys? I don't know. Um. Ah, uh, this is. How are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Yeah, that's cool. I I I hit a car on the way here, so I think that's. Yeah, I'm just fucking. Boo. Yeah, I'm a liar. I don't know. I don't want to talk about today. I I did hit my insurance agent recently. I got in a car accident with my insurance agent. You know what that means? I need to find a new insurance agent. That's what that means. Cause you're not gonna get insur. You're not gonna get accident forgiveness. Well, this isn't working. That's fine. I don't have a lot of new jokes. I um, Apple the Apple Screen Time feature. That's a weird feature. It's a feature that makes you feel bad about using your product too much. Like no other company can get away with that. Like Xbox can't have a thing where they're like, if you play more than three hours a day, we're gonna send you a letter calling you a virgin. Like that's not, like that's not a thing. Um. Yeah, they're they're building a lot of anti-homeless architecture. Big fan. I think I think they should go all the way. Because, like, the most extreme form of anti-homeless architecture is uh, housing. That's that's what that is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done with college. And when I left for college, my mom, she was like, Newman, be careful. They're going to offer you a lot of drugs. And I'm going to be honest. I've been invited to a lot more Bible studies than I've been offering drugs on college campuses. So, yeah, I don't know. I think. Like addiction isn't the scourge of college campuses. Um, power of Christ is. I um. Thanks for watching. It means a lot. I am getting really lonely. I'm taking scam likely calls in the hope that's the love of my life. 
and uh yeah i don't know i i always ask me for like my social security number but from a certain point of view they're just trying to get to know me and i think that's really romantic so that's that's nice yeah um i don't know if you guys watched this documentary supersize me in high school but it was like a very weird documentary documentary about this guy who eats mcdonald's three times a day every day to prove it's bad for you and i was like you didn't need to do that is someone phoning in right now is that all right that's cool that's a cool feature i just get comments from strangers seeing my set like you suck you know <laughs> fine no, but it was a yeah it was it was a weird feature it was a weird um it was a weird documentary because the documentary the guy who ate mcdonald's yeah i said that part and when I was watching, I was like, you didn't need to do that. Because nobody eats, like, McDonald's three times a day, every day, to prove it's bad for you. Like, nobody. Very niche. Big fan of reality TV. I like reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. Like, I'm very single right now. But I was watching The Bachelor, and I was like, you know what? I've never been desperate enough to go to ABC for help. Like, that's not. Also a big fan of HGTV. I like HGTV. That's the only network that's explicitly saying fuck poor people, you know? Like, I don't know if you guys watch that show, um, Fixer Upper. It's a weird show. It's a show where someone has a leaky faucet. And their solution is to destroy their entire home and build a new one. I feel like HGTV wants to be more relatable. They need to make a spinoff of House Hunters and just call it Risky Rentals. Just a bunch of, like, 20-somethings when you got that closet they stuffed Harry Potter and being like, you know what, it's possible. All right, I learned a lot, guys. Thank you. Newman Shake, everyone. Newman. All right. Uh, Julio disappeared. We don't know what happened to him. But Drea Myers is supposedly on her way. She pre signed, so I'm going to do some jokes before she gets here. So, yay, clap your hands together for me, Pam Benjamin. Yay. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, I kind of look like the art teacher everyone wanted to fuck. No? Okay. You guys are all like, we can't say anything. It's weird. It's like you're my stepmom, except it's not sexy. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm tired of being a strong, independent woman. I want to be a dependent. I want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. I'm just, I know that statement put feminism back 45 years, but I'm really tired of working hard. <laughs> I just want, <laughs> how, well I already know how hot your dad is. He's old. Uh, Wally, how, how hot is your dad? Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Trying to practice my crowd work, and I'm like, next I'm going to ask newbies to be like, my dad's dead. And I mean, no! Uh, how hot's your dad? Yeah, Devadre, how else your dad? You don't know your dad either. So it looks like I'm never going to be the stepmom I want to be. I'll never get to have that three-way with a family member that I've always wanted. Uh, through marriage, through marriage. Don't be gross. You're the ones watching the porn. I don't even watch porn. I don't even know what everybody's fucking talking about. I just want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. I just want to have like nine kinds of cheeses in a drawer, you know, like that kind of wealth, like nine kinds of cheeses. I don't understand vegans because they don't eat cheese and I'm like, no wonder you're always so angry. <laughs> like you just have a bite of cheese. It's okay. 
if I if I had to choose between sex or cheese for the rest of my life, I'm 100% going cheese. I'm like, sex? Who cares? Doesn't matter at this point. Because they're like, oh, is that possible? Menopause. Menopause is so scary. <laughs> you just stop caring about everything. It's good. And then you put on lipstick, and people go, oh, what happened to you? And I'm like, did I look like I always get punched in the face? Like, what happened? Is that what's going on? Okay, I should do some of the jokes that I planned on doing tonight to see if they work out. Um, I was going to do that crowd work, and hopefully no one's dad is dead. And then I was going to talk about step on Oh, God, I know. You're so young and beautiful. I have abortions older than you. That is an absolute fact. Uh, I had my first abortion in 1995. Only one regret. <laughs> I didn't have the kid. So right now I could be fucking all of his friends. 27-year-olds are hot. I like them a lot. Do, 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 do. So dumb. Now, I like them because they're so dumb. They're so dumb. They're doing this new thing called intermittent fasting. Have you heard about it? The intermittent fasting. Yeah, they're microdosing food. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, are you intermittent fasting? Are you going to mansplain anorexia to me? Got this one. I'm doing it for 30 years. Come on. No, I, I used to be bulimic, uh, but I didn't. You know, I wanted to be known as an environmentalist, so I would vomit into the composting. Renew, recycle, regurgitate. Highly acidic compost is going to be amazing on the wine vines in Napa. 2020 Pinot. Speaking of Napa, I mean, I could be your step. You could take me to Napa. We would have so much fun. This Thanksgiving will be lit. Do you understand? I want to be a How much do you hate your mom? Just so we could work something out. Stepmom stuff. Um, I'm not even that high. I just, I'm trying to figure out what jokes I want to do tonight. And it's like, I don't want to do anything too political because, like, no one wants to hear someone talk about feminism. They're like, ugh, just talk about fucking dicks in your mouth. Right? I know. It's just so, you're like, that's, that's what we want. Really. It's like, I'm like, ugh, talk, I'll talk about drugs. Drugs are fun. You go, what's your favorite drug? Ooh, pills. I also like pills. I love them. I love benzos. I'm a big benzo fan. People don't know benzodiazepines. Uh, that's like, you know, Valium, lorazepam, diazepam. Doctors have shorthand. They call them the Tupam family. That's right. Give them Tupam. I love drugs. Yeah, I love drugs so much. Uh, I want to be a background extra on Euphoria. Because I heard they give the extra ketamine to the extras. You're going to say, oh, Pam, you are way too old to be a background extra on a school about, a show about high school students doing copious drugs. And to that, I say, I am a Monet. I look really good from far away. And you get up close, and you're like, dots, slashes, what is holding this image together? Ketamine. <laughs> like, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Okay, I've kept you guys hostage far too long. Drea's not coming. I mean, it's I did five. I was gonna. I would just. I was. I don't want to stretch. You guys know all my jokes, and there's no point in me doing it in front of them because you're not gonna laugh. But I did try to do that crowd work, so that was fun. Um, but there, she's not. I mean, we don't want to hold. Let's go to Slate. Um, is anybody driving over there? Okay, I'd love a ride. Oh, on your motorcycle. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Oh my God, that's incredible. Well, 
That's amazing. Thank you. Um, so thanks for all being here. Thanks for staying to the end. That was really kind of you all to support your peers and stuff. And I'm sorry that Daria didn't make it in time, but Slate's going to be awesome tonight. And then I get to be at Cobbs at 10 o'clock. Ooh, I know. That's why it's like, I, I, and I know I've, and anyways, I'm not worried, but it's kind of like, it's only eight minutes. It's nothing, but it's like, which jokes do I do? I don't want to do the boring. I can do my soccer one-liner. It's just a one-liner, though, that I love tw hot 26-year-old men. It's a World Cup is coming. We'll see. I know. I just, it can't be too, it's got, I got to, like, be, do sex jokes and shit like that because it's, they're going to be, it's going to be late night. They don't want to, they don't want me to teach them about feminism. Um, thanks for being here, everybody.
Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. This prep on money. So on the weekend comes, I go get live with the honey. Rolling down the street, I saw the girl when she was pumping. I wake my eyes, got into the ride, went to a club with jumping. Introduced myself as low, she said, you're a liar. I said, I got it going on, baby doll, and I'm a liar. Took her to the hotel. She said, you're the king, so be my queen, if you know what I mean. It lasts. Like Mick Jagger said, I can't get wow. no satisfaction. Try to diss with nerds, but I slay it down, lay it down next to the 
say the least. I start mopping motherfuckers like a savage beast. I'm taking my turn to make the mic burn. And when I teach a class, there's a lesson to be learned. Now I'm battle fighting and tries all life. Never battle a lot of hate, they always battle for spite. Coach jealous of me, the West Side man. The leader of the brothers and killer of the clan. No, I don't give a shit, cause my rhyme is legit. Who will put you in the yard and tie you up with my pit? Cause when she starts to bite, that's when I will ignite. The views of the body take it to new heights. I can hide up myself, cause I can't part of the elite. Squab and dominate because the rhyme is so sweet. Big cause of confusion, magician of illusion. You got a little problem, it's a solution. A winner never quits and a quitter never wins. So why you just gambling with dubs and fins? Remember what I say. I'm telling you now, I'm not afraid of you. Don't come in my face. I tell your heart apart. And like I told you before, what? I get low Tom Smith, cause every time you hear my song, your hands clap, the chosen one, putting L.A. on the map, with no objection, I plead my case, tone low, full capacity, leaving out space, the ace contender, will never surrender, when I rock a show, you always remember, remember the one and only, superior to many, me losing a battle, no, I can't remember any, although in the days, I may have lost one, who in the hell am I kidding, I ain't been out done, cause I'm the best, and I live by what, and if you want a dope song, I'll play it. It don't take much to make a crowd live. Just a boozy, some George, and a little bit of slot. I slip on stage to clear my head. My next thought, hmm, just a knock up dead. No OZ. My voice from the start, but you never know. Why? Cause I get knocked out the dark.
Street. 
This is a journey. This is a journey into sound. Poison ivy, poison ivy. 
journey into sound. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. 